How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Welcome to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show. I'm Jamie Filer, co-host of the TRM show. And I am excited. I am ecstatic. I am humbled to be with Matthew Park, the creator of the TRM show, to discuss three strategies on how to earn more without spending more time. Matthew, how are you, sir? I am doing fabulous now that I'm with you this morning. Oh, stop. You've already had quite the busy day, I've heard. I have. I have. Action-packed, booked five more sales calls on a roll. Yeah. I was going to say not busy. I apologize. I misspoke. You're productive. You're not busy. Nobody is I, busy. I leverage sales calls. <laughs> Amen to that. I love it. I love it so much. So let's dive into the topic for today. Strategies on making more but spending less time. Because a lot of trainers think that if they want to earn more, they have to take on more clients. And we all know more clients mean more hours because that's essentially what we've been taught in personal training, hours for dollars. But that is not the TRM way. That is not what we teach our trainers. And they are happier and more fulfilled from it. 100%. You know what? It's almost a topic, Jamie, that you obviously know all too well, being that you have this thriving online business. You're a mentor, the mentor in TRM. You're like leading all these coaching trainers and you're taking these weekends off with your wife, hanging out, chilling, having a great time and still coming back and not playing catch up, but actually just flowing with your bit, which is so cr- critical. So I'm pumped about this because I feel it's going to be a great one for us to share and just share all this collective wisdom. Amen. Now, Matt, do you want to start small and then grow to the crescendo or do you want to bring the controversial one first and then we can go on to the other strategies let's go controversy first all right give me give me the title that you are oh so proud of and cannot say with a straight face stack don't spread so i'm just gonna leave it there you guys can have your imagination go wild Guys, please don't Google that. Let Matt explain it before you type that into the Google search bar. Matt. Oh, goodness gracious. What is stacking, not spreading? Well, stacking, not spreading comes into the number two philosophy of this whole thing, which we'll get in a second, is you know taking those high leverage items that you have identified in your business and really stacking them you know, in your calendar strategically than just spreading yourself. And it can go multiple ways. It could be the aspect of, as opposed to double shifting your day, you go into one compact day, right? You go from double shifting or you go from check-ins over three days a week to check-ins over one compact period of of a week. You might go into your um, mentoring with your clients over three times a week and how it is one time a week. You know, it's, it's really looking at your process right now in your calendar and how can you stack it more effectively to leverage your business more effectively without adding all this extra time and spreading uh, in the course of a week. Brilliant. So that is also something that we call time chunking in TRM, right? Do all of the things, you know, we have uh, trainers, let's say color code, um, oh, Matt, do you want to explain what the double shift means? Because people might not know yeah. that definition. 
So most trainers who come in TRM obviously are busy coaches or, you know, already having about 40 hours a week with clients already. And they're usually doing like a Monday morning shift and like a Monday afternoon evening shift, right? With kind of midday kind of off, which is if you like that and you feel it's productive, that's totally up to you as a business owner when you're running your business. But we find the most productive coaches in TRM are the ones that stack their hours more strategically. Say, for example, three key mornings during the week could be Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 6 a.m. to noon, and then basically the rest of the day is off. And then basically you might do Tuesday and Thursdays from, let's say, 3 to, you know, 1 to 3 or, or 1 to 6, whatever basically it is for you guys. So as opposed to having like Monday, 6 to noon, and then 3 to 7, which could be a really heavy day of clients and unoptimized times chunking in your, in your day. Yeah, guys, especially if you have a significant other or a kid, the last thing you want to do is be working till 7, right? At that point, you may as well get a 9 to 5 job and work for somebody else. But always, that's not why we do this. 100%, Jamie. That's one thing I want to ask you, because obviously right now with your business right now, you obviously can do, like you're one of the rare breeds, I would say in TRM, that actually can do multiple things successfully. I'm not as good as you at that yet. probably never will be. Um, how do you do your thing? Because you, you're able to like, you know, grow your online business right now, filers training so successfully, be a mentor in TRM, coach members in TRM, Plus, you know, first form as well. You're really kind of a unique breed. How do you do it? Um, I actually do hour by hour. So I believe I learned this when I was in my first TRM ever, which was the third or fourth semester of it. And it's called uh, it's called Pomodoro's method. And it's when you do something like only one task, but it's for maybe 55 to 60 minutes. And then you take a break for five to 10 minutes and then you do something else for 55 to 60 minutes. And this is because I don't have ADD. I don't have ADHD. I just get bored. I don't like making programs for more than an hour. I don't like staring at my phone, answering DMs for more than an hour. I don't like doing check-ins for more than an hour. So what I do is check-ins for an hour answering DMs for an hour, programming for an hour with five minute breaks in between. And then that is actually the majority of everything I do as a personal trainer. Obviously anything on the back end with TRM, I do my, what first form calls my retention reach outs, stuff like that, check in with my VA, but those are just subtle tasks. Everything should be able to be done in that one hour chunk. That's a great stack, not spread technique, Jamie. Yep. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. It's just that my stack would be, let's say a one hour chunk instead of two to three hours. Um, mm. but I, again, I just, I believe in concentrated focus, you know, Matt, your tight bubble of laser like focus. Yeah. Um, because if you, if you're doing check-ins, don't have your phone on you. If you're doing your DMS, don't have your laptop open. Just do that one thing with a hundred percent laser focus and it will get done in an hour. I assure you. Mm -hmm. So, so I guess for you, the biggest thing you find is one hour chunks, five minute breaks. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. How many can you, you do, uh, do in a day? Like, can you do what five hours of that a day or four hours? Like what's your most, I would, I would say four to five. Okay, I mean, five. we, we prove when, when I went to the first time I ever tried, uh, working a total of two hours per day was in November when Katie and I went to Costa Rica. And it's because the culture there, they take siestas in the middle of the day. 
because uh, it just gets so hot that you can't go out between like noon and two or one and three. So when Katie would take a nap, like the adult she is, I'd say, what would, what do you want me to do? What am I supposed to do? I'm not tired. And she's like, why don't you just work? I said, oh, well, okay. So I worked for two hours for five days and November was one of my most successful months, November, 2020. So also in the middle of COVID was one of my most successful months ever. So can I do it in four? Yes. Can I do it in two? Also? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. And guys, the, Right now, listen, guys, just so you guys are aware that James Business right now probably earns around around that 40K month mark on a routine basis, guys. So whether you're doing four to two hours, you know, during the course of the day, that, that's, that's super cool because that's like that's like next level efficiency, Jamie. Yeah. But I mean, I want to scale it back because this is, yeah. you know, I want to make sure that no one's like, oh, my God, there's no way I'd be able to do. It. And then they just turn the podcast off. Um, right. It started with 13, guys. <laughs> Once upon a time, there were 13 hour days and a very patient wife. And then it became 10 and then eight, like a normal person. And then I started to become more efficient and eight became six, became four. And and four to six is pretty much the norm for me now. And that was probably, well, not probably, that was over two and a half, that was yeah. over two and a half years process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It was yeah. not overnight. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There yeah. you go. Perfect. I love it. Um, strategy number two, let's talk low leverage first. Beautiful. Well, so, so things right now, guys, that you are doing that if you paid somebody 20 bucks an hour or 15 bucks, what it basically is for you guys, you could offboard those things. The things that really don't give you joy in your business. Now, obviously, if you're a one person show right now, which many, almost all of us are when we first begin our businesses, we're doing everything. And that that's normal when you first begin, when you first begin your business, right, Jamie, when you're building your business up from there. Sure. But as you grow and you grow from three to five to 10K a month and more in your business, obviously the leverage things are get offboarded to somebody who has joy doing them themselves, who you can pay less, you know, less, you can earn more. And it gives you a chance to offer maybe five hours, you know, five hours a week of work to somebody who actually enjoys doing invoicing or bookkeeping or other things as well that you could have somebody else do. And you can focus more on things that are high leverage, which goes into, I'm kind of like, going too fast. I'm sorry now, Jane, but no, you're not. I had an interesting chat with one of our members. I had a coaching call with one of our members of TRM 10 K yesterday. And he was asking me about uh, reaching out to your email database. If you have more than 200 people. And so this is a guy in the 10 K program. So he's making 10 K or less. And I said, do you, do you have an extra $50? And he said, uh, yeah, like I can, I can find $50. And I said, great. Go on Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Guys, write it down now. And there are people who will do data entry for you for $13 an hour. Mm. And you'd be surprised how many emails they can get through in one hour. I have somebody who went through over 400 emails, sending them out individually, and it cost me a total of $86. I don't care whether you're a 10K trainer, a 5K trainer, a 40K trainer, you can afford $86. Because if even one of those emails writes back and it agrees to hop on a catch-up call with you or a compatibility call with you, or even just writes you back and says, oh my God, you were on my mind. I got fat over the summer, I need you then that $86 paid for itself at least twice over. That's so, a great analogy. Pardon? That's an awesome analogy. Yes, 
hundred percent. So there are websites where people, like Matt said, there are people who want to do the work that you don't want to do or that isn't within your area of genius. Um, and they can send out 400 emails in four hours for $86 and you will make at least one sale off that. I have an example I want to share if I could, Jamie, for yeah. a second. Is, let's say, for example, right now, that if you if you combine right now, you're doing 40 hours a week of training with clients yep. and 15 hours a week of extra work, whether that's content, sales calls, um, invoicing, and so forth in the course. of So basically, it's 55 hours of actual total work you're doing in the course of a week. Just, you know, yeah. ballpark figure. Yep. Let's say that even if you started baby steps, small, like Jamie just talked about, guys, and let's say, for example, that even if you carve back, like pay someone even four hours a week, just four hours, you know, which could be invoicing clients, scheduling scheduling client sessions in the course of a week. It could be collections and it could be basic admin work, you know, just for the course of the week for you to help you out. Basically yep. one hour a day for, you know, four days. Um, and that was ten, a $10 an hour activity for now, say 40 bucks for, for now, right? So let's say, for example, you're charging 100 bucks an hour right now for your PT services, 100 bucks an hour, right? And you pay somebody else $10 an hour for something else. You get four hours back. Even if those four hours back you get in a week, even if you just did one more sales call, yep. that's paying for and making profit. And there could be two extra hours for your kids. And it could be one extra hour making a couple more posts in the week. And it could be made one more sales call. Like that's how simple it can start, guys, with just four simple hours in a week, even three hours a week. Yep. Yep. That is 100% true. So, guys, what we would recommend is writing down low leverage. And remember, I think we've talked about this on a podcast before. The definition of low leverage is when you, I mean, there are several definitions. One is when you have a rate per hour in your mind that you think you're worth, be it 70, be it 100, be it 150, a low leverage activity is anything that doesn't meet that number. We use the analogy of mowing your own lawn. What's that worth to you? Is it worth $100 an hour to mow your lawn? If, if you've been featured on home and garden television, then yes, it would probably be worth $100. For the rest of us, that's like a seven to $12 an hour activity. Okay. So we're not mowing our lawn, sending out an email to somebody who worked with you two years ago. Again, is that worth $70 an hour? Probably not. This is why we offboard it. Next definition of low leverage activity, something you don't like Just something that doesn't set your heart on fire because anything that gets you fired up is priceless. Yes. So if it doesn't fire you, if it doesn't light you up, it won't get you up, right? As, as Oxford <laughs> Ross always says. And then the last one is if you're just genuinely not good at it. Now, you might absolutely love editing your own YouTube videos, but it takes you forever because you're a grandpa and you just don't understand technology. So you're constantly Google searching iMovie, this and that. Offboard it. There's a fiver for YouTube editing. I Matt, love that. Did I miss anything? Oh, no, that's fabulous. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Will you transition us into high leverage activities? The fun ones. So the things that obviously, you know, we can pay ourselves and obviously you're earning more from and these these things. So things, guys, that you're doing right now in your business that, that obviously are either sales calls, they could be, you know, clumping your clients such as together, you know, into two or three at a time. It could be even learning and upgrading your skills for yourself as a trainer and a coach. It could mean you making really content that obviously speaks to your avatar and your perfect clientele. 
It could mean jumping on a coaching call with Jimmy Fowler or myself and like getting some coaching from either one of us to grow your businesses. It could mean being in TRM10K to grow your business as well to actually leverage and grow your business from there. Um, it could mean prospecting. It could mean uh, building your follow-up for your backend of your business model, building SOPs, you know, all those kind of things in your business model, guys. So things obviously you can do that duplicate, grow, leverage your time that help you go from, you know, where you are right now to where you want to go in your business, obviously, guys. And obviously the things that bring you joy in your business, things actually make you happy and excited and that, you know, are an area that actually you feel like obviously you can actually grow with, but also you enjoy doing it at the same time. I love that. Um, now, Matt, I want to touch on something you quickly glossed over, and it's that SOP. Um, yeah. For those of you who have never heard that acronym before, guys, SOP stands for Standard Operating Procedure, right? This is essentially how McDonald's makes a Big Mac, okay? Regardless of whether you live in Montreal, Canada, or Clearwater, Florida, or uh, somewhere in North Africa, a Big Mac will be made the same way. Why? Because McDonald's has an SOP for how the Big Mac is made. We all know it's it's a standard operating procedure. Okay, when you go through the line at Starbucks, same thing. Why is this a high leverage activity? Because the goal is for you to eventually not do anything within your business, maybe even sell it one day. But in the meantime, you're gonna have a VP of operations. You're gonna have a virtual assistant. You're gonna have an executive assistant who runs your stuff for you. But how can they do that when they're constantly asking you questions? You can't step away. That's why we create an SOP. Um, so that's something I wanted to address. The other one is that sometimes what you think is low leverage is actually high leverage. And I want to use our friend Patrick McGinnis as an example of this. Some of you might hate creating captions for Instagram because it's time consuming. And you're like, oh, my God, I feel like I've said the same thing a million times. How do you think Patty got to $60,000 uh, $60, a month? is by writing captions that resonated with his audience. Even though he may have found it tedious and even though he may have felt, may still feel like he's saying the same thing three times a week, yeah. what he writes resonates with his audience. It hits them in the heart, it punches them in the gut and they buy from him. Mm -hmm. So even though you might not pay yourself $120 an hour just to write an Instagram caption, that one post he makes brings in like 300 leads. So he's paid himself back $60,000 on that one caption. That's a great example, Jamie. My gosh, you know, and it's just imagine this guy. So imagine if you could just carve in an extra hour, hour and a half every day on these kind of things, whether it's going to be half an hour in that time of making that post, like Jamie talked about that, a caption or a post, it could mean an email to your email list of 100 people on the list for now. It could mean a video you're making for your YouTube or your Instagram or whatever else that generates, again, more leads for your business. It could mean just doing two follow-ups or three follow-ups in the other half an hour of time to really kind of get those clients back on a phone call again. If you did that for five days straight, that's five hours of work you didn't do before that literally could mean five more sales in the course of a week or even three or 10 more. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who Whenever. knows? Um, Matt, what is something recently yeah. you've decided was both give us an example of like a high and a low leverage for you. Well, I, I really, for me, I, I've been reading more and I would say that also building that more SOPs right now for TRM, which I haven't been doing as much before. And now I'm doing more of that. Yeah. And those two things, it's funny because those two things I kept putting off, I kept putting off 
And I realized when I do when I'm doing those things for our team and the, our company, it helps all of us be more clear, so it, which actually allows us to be more focused to grow, our, grow the whole company as a whole. Yeah. Those, those two things for me: SOPs and more reading for me are the two things for me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. How about for you? Funny you should say that. I was actually going to say reading. I recently purchased a book on NLP after being away with with Jeff and and Nick Ross for the weekend. I realized that might be the future of obviously not core building. Um, so I realized that, you know, two years ago, I would not have paid myself $120 an hour to read a book. Yeah, I am willing to bet my old self that after reading this book, I'd pay myself 200 an hour just to read 100%. Okay, what you said there actually is very cool. Okay, you just said pay yourself this much an hour to read a book. Mm. Now imagine if we actually thought that way with reading. Yeah. It gives more perspective on reading, actually. Think about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Yep. I'm like, man, if I pay myself so much an hour to go read a book, I'm like, I want to go read a book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking of this way, this way, right? <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Um, and then the other one I want to get into more is um, Facebook and Instagram lives. Because I make stories all the time. But to me, the stories aren't as interactive Um, You know, people can do quick reactions after the fact, and then either my VA or myself can respond to them. But there's nothing like the conversation that happens when you go live with your Facebook group or your Instagram audience. So I would like to start doing more of that um, going forward. That is a great example, Jamie, going live on your Facebook, Instagram, and the groups. Tremendous. I love it. Um. Matt, anything else you would like to add about strategies to do make more but do less? You bet. So the one, the last uh, tip for you guys basically is with these steps we kind of gave you guys today right now is take the bite-sized chunks obviously that apply to you today. Uh, whether it's just going to be the one out of the three, maybe maybe it's stack not you know over, as opposed to spreading. Maybe it's going to be leverage, whatever basically it is, and just apply one thing in the next seven days, one thing in your business, guys. If it's covering out one hour for high leverage things in the morning. Do that for something. Let us know how it actually goes for you guys. If it's going to be stacking up more things in the morning to leverage more of your time, do that for the course seven days. But pick one thing, act on it, keep us keep us in the loop. I like that. Yes, guys, always feel free to update us in the Facebook group. We are currently live. Um, all right, Matt, I want to thank you so much for your gold nuggets, for the topic, for your insight, for your personality, everything. Um, you know, you were you were the king. You're well, Jamie, I gotta say thank you because you ran this show like a freaking glove. Um, like I'm like feel like I'm like on top of the world. Just you leading this call, I'm like, my goodness, I feel special. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad. Doing a good job. Guys, if you found value in today's episode, please share it on your Instagram, your Facebook. Be sure to tag at Jame91 at mindset underscore Matt with two T's at trainer revenue multiplier. We are also on all major podcast platforms. So that's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, et cetera. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the episodes. You can also catch us in the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Facebook group every Thursday at 1130 a.m. live. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate all of you guys and have an amazing day.